Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff. The intention of this podcast is that through sharing stories from the heart, you see that you are never alone. You aren't. We are all in this together. And I am so grateful that you are here with me today. Along with this podcast, there is a corresponding community space where we dive deeper into everything. And I invite you to pop on by and say hello. Head on over to jenniferbelltop.com to learn more. Now grab a cup of tea, settle in, lace up your sneakers and take me with you on your walk. And let's begin. This past Saturday, a dream that I have had in my heart for so long came true. And it was absolutely amazing to just watch it unfold and to be in it and to know that, yes, dreams really do come true. But I got to tell you, it has been an absolute journey to get here, an absolute journey to be standing in that dream, having it come true and being in it. And I want us all to know and to remember is that when we see something that's shared on social media, when we see just this tiny sliver of someone's life, it doesn't mean that they snapped their fingers and they made it happen. No, my goodness, no. So much work, so much time, so much effort, even failure, even these unknown moments are all wrapped into that. It's not an instant. I wanted to do this and now it's done. If it was like that, my goodness, it would be magic but it usually never, ever is. There is that point where you're starting, when you're thinking about it, when you're trying, you know, to to say, I want to do this, but I don't know exactly what it will look like. It's that really juicy beginning phase where it's exciting because you feel like there's this unlimited possibility and you're just beginning and the idea is just blossoming and you're filled with that creative energy. Have you ever felt that creative energy in the beginning where it's almost as if someone lit a match under you and you are just a spark of excitement? I love that phase. Love it. But that phase doesn't last forever. Nope. You go into the next phase where you're in the messy middle of it, where you're trying to figure it out, where you're trying to navigate. How do you really bring this idea that you have to life? And nobody ever posts about that on social media. Nobody ever shows you their failures along the way, the times that they tried and it totally didn't work out. That is so rare to see. Usually it is just that exciting beginning and the beautiful ending of it. But let's talk about what happens in between. Let's talk about really that messy middle part of it. So it has to be now, goodness, I don't even know how many years that I attended my first art retreat. And ever since going there, I knew deep in my heart that very first time I was there, that this was going to be something that I would want to do on my own. I loved being at retreats that other people planned. It was wonderful to just sing into the experience that they created. But I also wanted to invite someone into my own experience. I wanted to be the one curating what they were going to do and just finding cool things to bring people together and just create a community circle with one another, retreat with one another. I had so many ideas that I wanted to bring to life, but how do you go about do that? How do you bring these ideas to life? 
And so I tucked the idea inside my heart and it lived there for a very long time before I took any action on it. And sometimes that's also a part of the process is knowing you want to do something, not really sure what it will look like, how it will turn out, what it will become, but just knowing that knowing is so important and tucking that knowing deep into your heart and not letting it go, allowing it to sort of sit there and simmer. And as it's simmering, you are pulling inspiration and you're pulling ideas from everything you're doing, from all different conversations that you're having. And slowly, it all begins to form and become something. And finally, my idea of wanting to host this retreat was coming together. And I started doing little things like researching houses and planning out what the, our time together would look like. And little by little, you know, doing those little things, you're planting the seeds, you're cultivating, you're sowing the ground, and you're kind of carving the way and figuring out how you're going to make it happen. I came up with a name. I started to build out a website. And although, you know, I wasn't ready to put it out there, I was, I was prepping it. I was allowing it to, to come together in its own time. And that's one thing that we really need to remember, too, is that things don't happen overnight. They absolutely come together in their own time. And then it was time. You know, my heart knew it was time to now put out the retreat. To see what would happen, to see if the world would embrace it. And I had everything planned, all the activities. I knew what we were going to do. I was coming up even with really cute things to hang on the doors so that each participant knew which room was theirs. Little art cards of just inspirational quotes that I could put on their pillow, wanting to make it feel very inviting, very comforting, very like as if it was a soft place to land, you know? I had planned putting twinkle lights everywhere. I found the most beautiful house and here was the coolest thing. I was searching all over on so many different websites trying to find what would be the right location for this. And I knew I wanted to do something sort of close to home because I didn't want to have to take all my supplies and fly with it that very first time. That just felt entirely way too overwhelming. I wanted to be sort of close to home. And so I figured the Jersey Shore is perfect. The beach in September, October, amazing. Best time to be down there. And so I found a house just right across the street from the beach. And as I'm looking at the pictures, it just, this was it. This was my retreat home. This was where I was going to be able to do this. There was the correct number of bedrooms. Everything was able to be within walking distance, a cute little town that we could go and explore. And then in reading the reviews, I saw that Elizabeth Gilbert stayed there. And if you don't know her, she is the author of Eat, Pray, Love. And my goodness, like what inspiration was infused in that house just from her being there? It felt like, yes, yes, yes. The universe was telling me it was time to take that leap. And so I did it. I put down the deposit on the house. I had it all rented. I got my website up and going and I put it out there. And I was terrified because I didn't know what was going to happen, but also really excited. Because this dream that was living and breathing inside my heart was now going to come true. Or shall I say, so I thought. My website looked beautiful. 
I had, uh, I thought, you know, wonderful pictures and a great description of what we were going to do. And I felt it felt really inviting. And I put it out into the universe with so much love and intention and couldn't wait to see who was going to join us. But then it turns out no one was. No one signed up for the longest time. And then one person did. And when that one person signed up, I was beyond thrilled that someone did get it. Someone did see the vision of this and was willing to make the journey to be in it. But to do it with one person was not really the retreat I was planning. And I kept hoping more people were going to sign up, kept hoping it was going to become what I had envisioned it in my head. But it never did never, ever manifested the way that I wanted it to. And I ended up having to cancel the retreat and it absolutely broke my heart. After canceling, I can tell you, I definitely shed a lot of tears. I just felt like a total failure. I had put my heart out there. I had put everything on the line and all that I dreamed about, all that I hoped for, it didn't happen. And I just kept thinking, maybe I'm not meant for this. Maybe I thought this was my dream. I thought this was what I was supposed to be doing. But maybe not. You know, maybe this is not my path at all. I put everything into it. And it didn't manifest the way I wanted to. Maybe I need to find something else. Go after something else. Totally, totally devastated. And devastated, but also grateful that I took the risk. Grateful that after dreaming and thinking about doing something for so long, that I didn't keep it on the bookshelf and say, one day, one day, but that I actually did make it into something and put it out there in the world and open it up to other people to become a part of. And even though it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to, I was grateful I took the leap, grateful I took the chance. And yes, absolutely, totally devastated from it. But, you know, you just got to keep plugging forward, right? When no one shows up, all you can keep doing is keep stepping forward. And that's what I did. I kept looking at different ways that, okay, maybe now a faraway retreat didn't work. That might have been too much to begin with. Maybe I was being way too ambitious. Maybe I should start a little bit closer to home and invite people into my house. And I had this wonderful idea of doing a community circle where we would write together, we would pull cards, we would be together and have an opportunity to share with one another. Again, everything was planned out. It was wonderful and exciting. And rather than me just opening it up to anyone, I intentionally invited people in because it was coming into my home. And so I wanted to make sure that I knew the people who I were inviting and wasn't just inviting strangers into my home. It felt comfortable for me. It was a way that I felt like I could approach it and do it and feel really good about it. And so I invited five women to show up to be together and they were gung-ho for it, so excited. And now I was over the moon because they said yes. And I wasn't sure if they were going to say yes, but they were all on board and looking forward to it. And now the real planning was beginning because it wasn't now just this idea of maybe people were going to come. This was absolutely happening. This was a thousand percent going to happen. And so I shopped for 
fabulous things to put inside goodie bags to give them and bought them journals and laid out a beautiful spread of food and also set just this fabulous altar for us to gather around in my living room, lighting candles and pulling out stones to put around and just having it feel like a beautiful energy when we gathered so that when you arrived, you could sink into it and you could be. And I was nervous, so nervous to have them come because I didn't know what was going to happen. It was a chance for things just to unfold. I had plans for sure. But goodness, now this is my first time leading, my first time really doing this. And it wasn't the very first time because a few years back, I did do something in my home, but it was with family. And so, of course, family is going to support you and love you and just, you know, it's, it's a different vibe because it's almost as if they're going to have the patience with you, even if you mess up and they'll totally overlook it. But now with these other people, I really wanted it to be an experience that they would go and tell others about so that they would want to do it again and maybe bring a friend along. And now that's the day, the night before, everything is set up. I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm filled with all the emotions. And then messages started coming in. Oh my goodness. So sorry. I can't make it. Oh my goodness. Something came up. I'm not feeling well. Whatever it was. Five, four, three, two. Now just again, one person left and then they couldn't make it either. Every single person that was supposed to be there had to cancel. And it broke my heart. Here I am sitting in front of the beautiful display that I made, ready with readings, ready with writing prompts, ready with everything. And again, no one was arriving to experience it. It was just me. And I have to tell you the cutest thing because... I was so devastated. And Dustin was like, I'll do it with you. I'll do, you know, whatever you had planned, let's do it together. And loved that that was his gesture and that he was willing to kind of go through it with me. But it's not the same. You know, I wanted to be circling around this group of women that I invited. I wanted us to share with one another, to even meet one another, because I felt like certain people should meet each other, that they would have just totally hit it off. And it didn't happen. And absolute devastation. And so now after like going through those two heartbreaking moments of planning something and it not happen, I'm very conscious of that. If I say I'm going to show up for something that I show up because I know how much that person that put it out there is looking forward to me being there and has planned that event and knows that I'm going to arrive. And it's not There's so many times in the past where I thought, well, it doesn't matter, you know, if I don't show up, like they have other people coming. They didn't really want or need me to be there anyway, and just kind of brushed it off a bit. But now I see it from a completely different angle. They are looking forward to you being there. They have imagined your energy in the space and what you would bring to the table and want you there. And so when I say yes, I show up. And if I'm not sure if I'm able to make it, I don't say yes. I let them know maybe because that's totally different than me saying, yes, I will be there and then not arriving. And also, I know that it's about showing up for me because I know when it comes to the day of, all of a sudden I'm like, ugh, 
so excited leading up to it, right? And the day of like, I don't know, do I really want to go? Am I going to be comfortable? What am I getting myself into? What did I really say yes to? And then all those feelings of self-doubt and all of that start bubbling up. But no, I know that I need to push myself through it and show up anyway. Show up despite the fear of the unknown. Show up despite that I might be feeling uncomfortable. Or that even when I am there, maybe I might be uncomfortable. And that's okay too. But show up for them and show up for me. So important. So important. So now I have these two incredible failures (laughs) under my belt, so to speak, right? I have been through them. I felt what they felt like. Tears, sadness, all of it. And it, it could have been enough for me to just throw in the towel and give up. To really now think, all right. I tried the faraway thing. Nope, that didn't get, that didn't happen. I tried doing something closer, smaller at home. Nope, that didn't happen either. Like, really? Is this my thing? Is this what I should be doing? Maybe it's time to figure something else out. But deep in my heart, deep in my heart, I felt that calling. I felt that this is really something that I want to do. This is something that I know is needed in the world and I want to be able to give it. And so I didn't give up. I just kept pressing forward, keeping that idea and that just the dream of it burning inside of my heart and knowing that one day, one day this will absolutely happen. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know at all even what it's going to look like or where we will even be. But I do know I'm going to make it happen one way or another. One way or another, my dream will come true. And all along that time, I kept thinking that, like, I don't want to be doing this alone. I don't want to keep putting myself out there by myself. I would love to have this sort of co-pilot with me where we can do it together. But I could never find that person. I didn't even know how to go about looking for that person. But I trusted, I trusted that it would happen, that the universe would open its arms and I would find that person, whoever it was, wherever it was. And so I kept doing what I was doing. I kept putting myself out there, kept writing, kept dreaming, kept scheming for it. And then it happened again, this opportunity to plan something in my backyard. But this time I wasn't alone. I had two other fabulous women who were willing to do it with me. And now it felt like, ah, yes, this, this is it. I don't have to do it by myself. I don't have to face all of it alone. I don't have to prepare it all alone. I don't have to carry it all alone. I can do it with others. And that is something so important to remember. And that is really, my goodness, what I base this whole podcast and the Soul Circle community around is that we're not in it alone. We have each other. We can lean on each other and we need to. We absolutely need to. And so I leaned on them, Tara and India, and we created a gathering to happen on a Saturday afternoon, really about reemerging because all of us have been going through this isolation of the pandemic. And we've all been inside for so long 
not connecting with others in person because we weren't able to. We had the opportunity, thankfully, to be on Zoom with one another, but longing, longing for that in-person connection. And who knew what it was going to be like when we came together? Who knew how we would act? Would we even remember how to speak to one another? I wasn't sure if I'd be able to have conversations with people. Would I know how to do that still after not doing it for so long? And so together we planned this event. And people said yes. And my heart was on fire and excited, but there was still that nervousness from those failures in the past. Will they show up? Are they just saying yes, but right before they're going to tell me they can't make it? Am I going to go through that devastation again? And that's all I was thinking about. But I held on to hope and I held on to the dream that it was going to happen. You know, I was not letting that dream go. And so the three of us planned this amazing day together and I was thrilled. I couldn't be more thrilled. And on the day, people showed up and oh, my heart, like I'm smiling now just thinking about it. They showed up and we had just this most lovely and amazing time together. India played her singing bowls and we did a meditation. Tara led us through this exercise where we really had the opportunity to speak out loud what it was we wanted. As we are stepping into, and it does sort of feel like we're stepping into a new year as the world is opening up in new and different ways. What do we want out of that? What direction do we want to head? And to have the chance to say that out loud was really powerful and really hit close to my heart. And then I led us through some different writing prompts. And it was a beautiful opportunity for us to come together in community, for us to share And after all these times of looking at those little boxes on the screen, to meet in person, how amazing it was to meet people that I had only known through the little square box on the screen. And now to look at them in their eyes was amazing. And so it's important. It's important to remember that we can't give up on our dreams. It's important to remember that we have to keep stepping forward even when we fall down and it hurts, and it's awful, and we're devastated, and we feel like a total failure. It doesn't mean that we are. Maybe it just wasn't the right time. Maybe this longing that I had inside saying, I don't want to do this alone, was the reason why those other times didn't happen, because they were waiting until I was with the right people to be able to do it. I don't know, but doing it with others felt so good. And I'm beyond grateful that I didn't give up, that I held close this dream inside my heart and recognized it and knew that it was there and knew that maybe it wasn't going to happen the way that I initially planned it, that wonderful retreat on the beach. But it was going to happen in some form or another. And once it happens that first time, now I can keep going with it. I can keep cultivating and making it into something and watching it morph and grow beyond what I ever knew or dreamed it could become. And for that, I am so most excited because I don't know what the future is going to hold. But I'm so proud I was able to do it this one time and make it happen. So proud that all those times no one showed up, I didn't say, forget this, I'm out of here. 
I'm not going to show up for myself either. No, I kept showing up for myself. And so when we look at people's social media's posts and we see these beautiful pictures, remember, there is this other side to the story. There is so much that happened before what you're ever seeing. So much that you never knew about. And that's all a part of the story, even though you don't know it. And it's important to keep taking those risks, to keep stepping forward, to keep tuning into your heart and what you're hearing and say yes to it, whatever it is. Ugh. I am most definitely going to be hosting more gatherings together. It felt so right to be in person with one another. It felt so right to create a space where we could share with each other. It felt so right to just know that we're not alone. What everyone shared, each of us has felt or known in some form or shape in one way or another. We're all human, right? We're all going through the same basic emotions. And that's why I have the Soul Soaker community online. We might not be able to all get together in person right now, but we can meet online and we can be with one another. And then there's going to be that day when I'm going to take the show on the road. I'm putting it out there and I'm going to show up in places all over and provide a space for us to gather. You have to say it to put it out there. And so that's what I'm doing. It's all a part of cultivating the dream, all a part of cultivating what you really, truly want and desire. And so this week, I want you to think about that. Think about the ways that you might have been knocked to your knees before. And it was hard to get up, but you still got up. Think about those dreams that are brewing inside your heart. What do you really want to have come true? What do you want to breathe life into? And again, maybe that dream isn't going to happen today, right now, in this moment. But what small, tiny step can you take that is leading you in the direction of that dream? When I was researching houses for the retreat, that was a small, tiny step. And it was months, months, months later when I finally found one and said, yes, I'm going to go after it. But had I not done those first kind of research times, that exploratory work, I never would have gotten to the point to say, yes, I'm signing up and I'm renting this house. I found the one. We have to do those little steps along the way in order to find our path forward. That's all part of the journey. And especially being a creative, we think if we're not physically creating something, we're not working. But sometimes that work looks like going out on a run so that you can really figure out what's going on in your head. And you can kind of sort through it and now show up and be on the page or be on the canvas or be wherever it is you're going to be. That's all part of the work. Again, it's not that snap of the fingers and the magic happens. No. It's all part of the journey. So grab your notebook because each week I do give you a writing prompt to explore. And for this week, I want you to start with the words, I step forward. I step forward. And thinking about that journey ahead of you and those dreams you have, what do you want to see happen? What small step can you take? And then for a second one, I just want you to free write about the dreams that you have, what they look like, 
what you would want them to look like if they were coming true and go wild, be absolutely wild with it and see where it takes you. Allow your heart to dream the most craziest dream you ever could as if you had a million dollars and you can make anything happen because we've got to start somewhere. So we might as well start with this crazy wild dream and see what we can make it become. I'm so grateful for you for being here. So grateful for you listening. If you love this podcast and you know someone else who enjoy it, please share it with them. Oh, and I, I'll be back again next Sunday. And I look forward to chatting with you then. And I also look forward to connecting with you in the Soul Circle community. Pop on over there and say hello. And until next week, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. Mm-hmm.